Hello and welcome back to Randomizers. Uh, we are here again with the A to Z of ranting, and we have reached P. I had a P. I had a P before we started, but we can have I another didn't. P. We can have another P, please, Bob. And, well, you wouldn't, would you? And you've, you've already got your Red Bull on the go. Your boring yeah. Red Bull. I know. I've had to go original, like OG Red Bull. I went full sugar because you know, fuck my gums. Um, Don't talk to me about gums at the moment. So yes, uh, I am Ben, your favourite potato. With me is my favourite can of beans, who's on his Red Bull already. James is here. Um, yeah, you may have, as you remember from last episode, I've, I've been having dental issues and my gums are hurting. <sighs> Just get pain. That's a P. Pain is quite annoying. <laughs> well, as I've mentioned in our group chat over the last few days, I've had a gout flare up, which has been... Oh, you have, haven't you? beyond painful um yeah and i like limped around the office today like just trying to sort of suck it up whilst i was at work and i literally got in the car and just shouted because i was in so much pain <laughs> i just had to let it out what you should what you should have done is sort of really hammed it up and then gone full kaiser soze as you walked back out to your car <laughs> <laughs> i did that when i was in school um i actually broke my big toe um and I was on crutches and so I had permission to leave uh, like five minutes early from each class. Um, so I wasn't in the rush. And my English teacher at the time was an absolute dickhead. Um, and he like, didn't want to let me go. And in the end, I was like, nah, bollocks to you, mate. I'm off. See you later. And just mm-hmm. kind of walked out. Um, and I got, he was, his classroom was right in the corner of the building. And he could see straight down like the main center of the school. Right. And there were like two flights of steps of like five or seven steps each. And um, I got I got outside, lifted my crutches up and ran and then jumped down both flights of steps. Nice. <laughs> and apparently in the class, he went mental. <laughs> <laughs> but I legit had a broken toe. So <laughs> just some, sort of, that's some sort of bionic pole vault. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was funny. <laughs> OK. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, think, that's, I think that's a new record for tangents that we go on, isn't it? I think. I know, like first sentence. <laughs> I haven't even done the full intro yet, and we were already on the tangent. Yeah, so we're here for our P-themed episode. It's one I've not been looking forward to, because P is one of those letters that, well, we've had O, and O's got, I found O quite difficult. Yeah, O, o was quite a difficult one, because... Um, just because there's, there's not a huge amount of words beginning with O. Mm. Um, and, yeah, there's a lot of words beginning with P. A lot of them quite annoying, but it's just, just trying to narrow it down, really. Yeah, I think we had the same issue with L. That As soon as you think about it, you think, actually, there's quite a lot of things that are annoying beginning with P. Yeah. But we've done our best to narrow it down. I'm, I'm going to pre-warn people now. There is a deep topic on the way tonight, but yeah, we've got some fascinating feedback from people as well. I will say so. That's to look forward to, even though we have a yeah bit of a tricky topic coming. But O was good. I I mean I I messed up on the O show. Yes, you did. I was a. I mean, you called me a numpty for very good reason. <laughs> it was the best way to describe you at the time. Yeah, so I managed to stop the recording about, I don't know, 10 minutes in or so. And then we carried on for a good 15 15. minutes. Good 15, yeah. 
And we said some funny stuff in that 15 minutes. <laughs> it's going to stay between me and you. Well, it's going to stay with you because I've, I've forgotten it. <laughs> well, I can't remember it. <laughs> It's not like I've still recorded it, is it? So no, no I, get to, I'm, I get to I'm listen afresh every episode that's released. So well, yeah, you forget everything. You, you're, I mean, we've got to pre-warn you about four times what letter we're doing. You're Sometimes looking forward people... to the end of the A to Z, to be fair, aren't you? Because you could just rant about anything. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do numbers next. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> um p p p let's get back to it (laughs) uh all right i'm going first this week um so i had a few ideas for i I knew i had got a deep topic coming up so i thought i need some light ideas and a few did come up such as um uh percy pigs uh because percy pigs is a sweet they've changed they're not the same and now they've got vegan Percy pigs they've got fizzy Percy pigs they've got Percy pig chocolate faces just no even the original ones instead of a sweet it's exactly that it's exactly that I read a story recently that um some ice cream shop independent ice cream shop had branded a a, a Percy pig ice cream and Marks and Spencers had written them saying we don't mind using the sweets in them just don't call them Percy pig he's fiddling with his light bulb again I am. Stop it. I didn't want to interrupt your flow, so I was just doing but it quietly. You did. I wasn't expecting it to come on quite that bright. Doing it quietly on an audio podcast, but I can see you at the moment, so it, <laughs> it disturbed my retinas. <laughs> it you it you, altered, you altered my balls. <laughs> but perfectly. Um, I actually thought of it uh, about 45 minutes ago, and I thought actually, sort of a, it's a it's a semi deep topic, but it's it's a quick one. Um, public speaking is uh, going to be my p first p related rant, um, and it boils down to my history with anxiety and things like that. That uh, I remember, I I remember at school, I did uh, I did politics. I, did, I mean, I did I did politics at university, which I should have done, but. I did. Um, I wouldn't do it again. Um, but no, I did politics at uh, A level, and um, I remember vividly people wanting to hold like a mock election, if you like. I'm not going to go obviously fully political on this, but I was chosen to represent a certain political party and speak in front of all the younger people in the school and trying to hide but I couldn't do it mm. I was sweat. oh I was sweating <laughs> oh I was sweating moist I was um and um <laughs> I'm going to use a word that I should have used to you last week because I was talking about you and you uh, we were talking about you last week and um you having a little gander at some battlements there was a word I wanted to use and it didn't come into my brain it's coming to my brain now crenellations you were eyeing up crenellations but i had sweaty crenellations when i was trying to talk about freaking politics to these uh, people james is going to google the word crenellations now you think i don't know what a crenellation is but it's a bloody good word i'm gonna i've got to try and fucking spell it first crenellations that's cremation <laughs> crenellations 
Noun, the battlements of a castle or other building. Or crenulation, having, a, having an irregularly wavy or serrate outline. Well, I've got one of those as well, right? That, so that is, oh, you can probably see that. One N, <laughs> two L's. C-R-E-N-E-L-L-A-T-I-O-N-S. I've taught James a new word. Well, I just like, you know, when um, when you Google something, it comes up with the people also ask. Mm. The second one down is what causes crenulation cleavage? It's not crenulations, it's crenulations with an E. Uh, yeah, you're looking at the wrong word, you bad end. <laughs> I found a funny word anyway. Is it plinth? Plinth? No. <laughs> the battlements of a one. castle or other building. Crenellations. Yeah. You were ogling some crenellations. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the crenellations on my head were uh, awfully moist trying to talk to uh, people about politics, which I didn't really believe in as a subject. Uh, I don't know why I was doing it, but did it anyway. Um, and But the only time I really thought about public speaking was my wedding speech. Mm-hmm. Um, now you were there. You were there. Now I thought and thought and thought about my wedding speech. Um, when you did yours, did you have notes? I can't um, really remember. I, I... Remember your, I remember your best man speech being very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yes. Um, funny enough, I played five-a-side football with him uh, two weeks after. Um, mm. I, I put in a fairly hefty challenge on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, my my groom speech, I had a whole speech written out. I'd even practiced it. Yeah. I then sat there and watched my father-in-law give virtually the same speech. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'd been sort of jokingly saying to Mawath, um, in the lead up to the wedding, that I was going to stand up and and wing it. And she was she was like, no, 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 you can't do that, can't do that, can't do that. You know, you've met my wife. But yeah, so. Uh, I then stood up and went, sort of said, I told my wife I wasn't going to wing it. I've even got a speech written here. Unfortunately, it's largely just the speech that my father-in-law has just given. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. just proceeded to talk for 12 minutes. Which is exactly what I did. Because mm. it was the only way I found to be able to cope with it. I, I, I knew in my head, I knew the route I wanted to take. Um, I did right i didn't write a speech beforehand because i thought i only will worry about it and i will um, yeah. say things wrong way around i mean even when i was doing the edit for the most recent episode ro episode i was reading out a um a feedback from trez butler he talked about the about the old magazine fhm mm. i had it on the tweet in front of me fhm but what i actually said was mhf <laughs> <laughs> It's things like that, but I'm concentrating too hard. I, I say things the wrong way. I get I get a case of the old verbals. The anxiety yep. kicks in. Yeah, yeah. And you can win. I just I don't really like. Everyone says, "Oh yeah, you're the life and soul." I don't want to be the life and soul. I just oh, he's playing with his bulb again. He's just put on ambient lighting. No, I've turned it off because it's hot. <laughs> well, the heat radiating from the bar it is quite hot today. To be fair, it's... it is, and I've got to have the wind the door closer or else you'll just hear birds song in the background oh. 
Fucking pigeons. Pete. <laughs> hey. Yeah, we'll get the pigeons. Um, but yeah, publicly speaking, it winds me up. Uh, I struggle with it. Uh, unless I, yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I did wing my, uh, I didn't wing my wedding speech, but I, I knew what I wanted to say. I just had to say it on my own terms. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't plan it out verbatim, as it were. No. no. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't mind public speaking, um, but again, it has to be on my terms. It has to be on a subject that I'm comfortable with. Um, yeah, like I'll stand up in front of 200 people and talk about my job, which I've had to do before. Um, that's always fun. I don't particularly enjoy it, but I don't mind it at the same time. It's um, yeah, I just kind of see it as it is what it is. But I know that some people don't like it, really don't like it. Other people think that they're great at it and they're really not. Mm. Um, it's it's wide spectrum of people and ability, isn't it? Um, I think I kind of probably muddle through. I am an error a lot, as our loyal listeners will no doubt know. Oh, I'm I'm a consummate ummer. Uh, uh, yeah. Era. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I as soon as you I start, just, you just did another one. You thought about it too much. I, I I I do become hyper aware of it, and then I start pausing, uh, <laughs> as Ben knows from the edit. <laughs> James does love a dramatic pause. I do, I do. Yeah. But yeah, it's it it's not for everyone, and those who can do it are generally very good at it. Um, even annoyingly, annoyingly good at it. Annoyingly yeah. good at it. I I remember doing even doing presentations and things like that. I would just I'd be uh, yeah, it was in front of ten people. I'd be like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, my brain has turned to fluff. <laughs> I'm nauseous. Um, and then I try not to be like Jerome. <laughs> 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 But that's all I have to say on public speaking. It's a bugger. I don't. I've never enjoyed it. Um, except when I had to. I. I had. I knew I had to put myself in that position, so I did it on my terms, and it worked out absolutely fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall your wedding speech being bad in any way, shape, or form. So it's. Um, yeah. It was all good. Mhm. Mhm. I actually found my wedding speech the other day. Yeah. Video, a video of it. Yeah. I've got a we we've got a recording of it somewhere. I cried in mine. <laughs> I very nearly went. I very nearly went and um I remember you crying in yours. But uh, I think yeah, cuz you got married the the February February before I did, yeah. yeah. And my 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 very good friend, he got married the previous November. He's a very manly man, and he he cried, and I ribbed him about it endlessly. And I was fine on my speech. I was on my fine, fine, absolutely fine. I did the normal spiel, thanking people, thanking mm-hmm. bridesmaids, etc. Melanoy, excellent, absent friends, blah blah blah. And then I looked at my wife, <laughs> and I was like, ah, ah. and I was going, and my friend who was sat on your table at the wedding reception, he went, "Yeah, it's not that easy, is it?" <laughs> and that, but that was the little little jolt I needed yeah. to be like, nah, I'm out of it now. Okay. 
yeah see no one did that for me <laughs> so I just I just had to have a little sip of wine but yeah it was that moment where you sort of turn around and tell your wife that you love them and, and whatnot um it's so beautiful yeah <laughs> um I can't remember what I said I said um I said I accidentally ended up calling her very trying <laughs> In my speech uh, as well. It could have worse. You could, could, could have made a comment about her boobs. Yeah. That was later. But you hear heavy breathing on the on the on the microphone. It's not. It's because I've got this dog here. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Ow. In the face of the dog. Thank you for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my watermelon drink. Watermelon, what a juice! Have you not, have you not actually drunk it yet? You sent me a photo of this juice earlier on, and I yeah. thought you had drunk. No, I haven't tried it yet. Oh. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> it's just full of pips. <laughs> that looked too chewy for its own good. <laughs> so James has got a bottle of. Waitrose watermelon juice, basically. Is it juice or is it a smoothie? It's juice. Um, what what the fuck is that flavour in it? It's water I'll... juice is the brand. Watermelon with vitamin D and lemon. That'll be the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that lemon. Oh. That one bites I don't, back. I don't mind lemon as a flavour, but why are you still drinking it? Yeah, but no, it's oh, even, even the sound <laughs> the sound of going down hurt my ears. Like you were swallowing sandpaper. Oh, that's gonna go over there. I don't like that. <laughs> we're gonna put that right in the corner. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna hide that behind all the plants that are on my dining table. I was in the office today and I've come home. The the Dining table was just covered in plants. I was just like, okay, fine. <laughs> I'll yeah. eat on my lap. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my wife's been out today. She's come home with a load of plants. Plants, pea, don't understand them. Fucking plants. House plants. Why, why are there plants in the house? Make it look nice. Make it look nice. Proves air quality. Proves photosynthesis opportunities. Love a bit of chlorophyll. <laughs> yeah. Love a bit of chlorophyll in the springtime. Yeah, I suppose it's summer now, officially, isn't it? I've lost track. Is it? No, I think summer officially begins on the 1st of July. I see it as April, May, June. Yeah, I suppose it, the clock, uh, uh, the, no, the clocks, the clocks have done their thing. The shortest yeah. day, the shortest day is soon, isn't it? Well, the time that, of recording. And that's the summer solstice. 21st of June, I think. Yeah, so that ties in with spring generally starts on the 23rd of March. So I count it from the next stack. It's close enough to April, isn't it? April, the, next, the next stack? Is that, is that, is the next stack, did you just say? The next stack of what? The next. So it's close enough. Get to the next stack. The stack of months. I don't know. Yeah, fine. I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> it's very hot. Right. Well, let's let's close this particular stack of months and let's move on to your pea choice, Mr. Beans. My pea choice is um, a bit of a weird one. And I'd be interested to know if, if 
who actually knows what this is? Um, my messages on show hands, Twitter <laughs> or something. Um, it's poor doors. Okay. And we really try not to get into politics or social issues. But this one, it annoys me so much because, and actually it's gone over multiple governments. Um, They've all done it. So fuck it. Fair game in my view. These are when new buildings are, residential buildings are constructed and a certain percentage have to go to housing authority or, or social housing whatever you want to call it council housing whatever and they create basically a back door that only accesses these social housings and it's it's gained the nickname the poor door over over time and it's just really shitty and i know it i know it's done because of um sort of buyer or renter demand you're paying however much for your property some people are of the opinion that they don't want to be living in the same row of accessible front doors in a block of flats as someone who's potentially living there rent free because they are in need of that housing it's just a really fucking shitty attitude to have really isn't it like we're all human mm. we all deserve housing it is a fundamental human right in my view the right to shelter and um it's just a, it's just a shitty thing to do um as i say i know why they do it their businesses they want to sell properties they want to make money um and so they do what they need to do to do that but yeah it's just it, it's seg- it's segregation it's isolating mm-hmm. people who are in need and and it's just it's just not very nice i'll be honest i didn't know i didn't know bloomer I didn't know what they were. I actually thought you meant poor, as in P A W. Yeah, I was expecting you to start talking about like oversized cat flaps. <laughs> and just as we talk about paws, <laughs> my dog starts. Dog wants a piece of them cat flaps. Yes, I thought you meant paws. And now my I have had to pause in order to uh, calm my dog down uh, from 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 barking um, so you had to pause talking about pause so we could talk about poor doors hmm. <laughs> like some sort of ridiculous russian doll situation yeah yes yes so i thought you were talking about doors that are opened with paws but yes i've had a quick look at one and it, it does seem a bit shitty harsh more than yeah anything. I mean, there, there could be arguments for putting them in, and as you've rightly said about them, but it, yeah, it all, all boils down to it. It's segregation. Yep. It's 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 nimbyism. Oh, that's a nice term. It is. Not in my backyard. Oh, is that what it is? Yep. I was expecting you to start spouting the um, the philosophy of Norbert Nimby, the <laughs> the famous. <laughs> The famous psychologist of the 1730s who came up with no. this. No, NIMBYs. Deal with them a lot. There's got to be someone called Norbert NIMBY on Facebook somewhere, surely. <laughs> the other term for them is champagne socialists. Well, I like that as well. Mm. 
Yeah. That's the Oasis song you never heard. I'm <laughs> determined to find someone called Norbert Nimby now. No, I've said that. Norbert Nimby. Oh, no, the closest I get is Norbert Niamba. Give him a ring. See if he wants to join. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on poor doors? <laughs> All right, Norbs. <laughs> Norbs. <laughs> you can never call anyone Norbs. Oh, you're lovely, Norbs. <laughs> I actually know someone called Norbs. <laughs> Norbs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's obviously right, Norbert, but everyone calls him Norbs. Of course you do. Yeah. Of course, I mean, of course you do. Of course. It's a I can't even nickname. try and do a, a funny nickname related. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I know them. Yeah, I don't get to do it very often because I don't know that many people's names. Um... And to be fair, you weren't expecting the name Norbert to come up in um, conversation this evening. Not in P, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh bloody hell but yeah that's um that's my one really it's um yeah i've I've introduced you to the term poor doors nimbyism uh yeah and uh, i enjoy yeah. poor doors i've now got an image of uh sort of a, a tower block built that is only access to an oversized cat flap <laughs> That is in itself quite a pleasing thought. Do you know what? Do you know what's just cropped into my head? So my sister and brother-in-law have recently come back from America, where they did a bit of a driving holiday from San Francisco up to Portland. And they drove through where all the redwoods are. And they actually Mm. drove through a tree. Like one of the ones that's got the whole cut in it. They didn't just go fuck this. <laughs> I've just had a mental image of, of one of those having a cat flap on it. <laughs> I be, I'm sure there's many monuments and things that could have a cat flap on it. Like the Champs Elysees in uh, in Paris. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower could have a cat flap in the middle of it. There's what's the name of that building in Kuala Lumpur? Um, the Patronus. Pierce, uh, the, yeah, the Pierce Brosnan rolled down. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, Patronus Towers. Yeah, that's the one. I think the Channel Tunnel could have a cat flap as well. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. Imagine hitting that at like however many hundreds of miles an hour that thing goes. I think every <laughs> single, and I'm, I mean, Scottish Daniel will love this, but every single London Underground station. You know, as, as obviously the trains come out of the tunnel into the station, they should come through a cat flap. Yeah. Or or one of those doors that just strips of plastic like you used to get in a <laughs> in a, like a butcher's. A freezer, a freezer thing that keeps yeah. you cold. In. Yeah. Our local yeah. leisure centre has one of them because they've got an outdoor bit at their pool. And they've got those over in between. <laughs> I remember the ones you used to have in shops though. You used to just either just be chain or just literally little strips of of plastic. Yeah, you just go. It's a bit of a pervy story. Hello. <laughs> oh, good day. Where are my yes. sweets, good man? Fetch me my chops. Oh, we will get to chops a little bit later on. I've just <laughs> yes. remembered about that yes. link. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you don't know where that's going, do you, boys and girls? <laughs> or oh, back in the day, we turn up at the turn up at the um, the local shop. You know, I've got thirty p and I'm ready to spend it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd walk out with 30 and, sweets. And to expect some change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I 
mess. Well, we had this conversation not that long ago, didn't we? I bought some um, 99s, like £3.50 each or something. It's madness. I bought, no, in fact, I bought four 99s and it cost me 14, nearly 15 quid, like £14.80 or something. That sounds about right. I mean, um, not long ago, I think I was messaging you when I was there. I was at a, a country park near me with the fam and um, they did banging ice creams. So I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't worried about spending more, <laughs> but they were essentially a 99, but you can have pretty much whatever you want on it. That sounds good. That My wife had one as well. They had, they had ones that were sort of two flavours in one as well, but they were still yeah. whippy ice creams. So the boy had one that was, um, it was half bubble gum, half candy floss. Oh, Jesus Christ, the E numbers in that. Oh, I had, we had to keep him awake on the way home, so it worked. Um, <laughs> Was he still and, awake four days later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just rocking in the corner. Like mankind in the corner, you know, putting his hair out. Um, and the wife had, what did she have? Oh, she had, a, it was a pineapple and coconut one. Ooh, that sounds intriguing. And I had a, I had a Biscoff Sunday in a dipped waffle cone it was oh that sounds good <laughs> please don't ever do that again <laughs> that was horrifying if jab of the heart was human <laughs> although to be fair i've before you start giving me star wars facts i have seen that scene from star wars and new hope where they had the man playing jab of the hut yes mm. <laughs> yes it's terrible mm. um but yes, they um, oh, yeah, these these ice creams. Typically, I went and paid like as I say, nearly fifteen quid for four ice creams. Gave one to each of the members of the fam. My son took two licks, knocked half it on the floor, cried. So I ended up giving him mine because I'm a good dad. Good dad <laughs> and I sat there going, half a fucking ice cream has got cost me fifteen quid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. So before we move on to more on of the week, yep. You you made a comment about ice creams, and you and I have had a sort of a conversation about ice creams recently. But I'm going to bring it up because it's a subject that we I can't remember what episode it was, but you had a little pedestal moment, P pedestal, yeah, uh, about a certain energy drink. Yes, yes, I did. That was uh, L. I want to say it was L. Yeah, I think so. And we got we got roundly mocked by I think Dan Griffin that we started off our L episode mainly about something beginning with P. But people should know to, learn to expect this from us these days. We've done enough of these episodes now. I don't know what letter it is. I'll just yeah. talk about whatever. <laughs> but what Dan didn't see is all of the messages and WhatsApps I've had from James that week talking about bloody Prime. <laughs> but. We need to mention it. We need to mention it again because uh, I I sent you a message the other day that I had defied my dentist orders because I'd found a bottle of Prime and I thought, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. At least I can say I've tried it. Absolutely. And I had, the, I had the blue one and it was all right. It was okay for what it was. It was all right. Um, and then the other day, coming home from work, I stopped to get some petrol at my Shell Garage in my office and they had them all in there as well. And I had the green one. 
And the reason this links into our conversation about ice creams is you asked me, what was it like? What does it taste like? Hmm. And I described a green bottle of prime, which I think is meant to be lemon and lime. It is. As it tasting like the 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 juice that is left after you finish a calippo. I do love a calippo. Yeah. There you go. That's there you go. <laughs> and I like the green one better than the blue one. So there you go. Yeah, I think I, I think I think you need to find the right flavour of prime. Like the, the blue one is obviously kind of their sort of flagship one, isn't it? Everyone's everyone knows I don't the know. blue prime. I don't know. Uh, it might even be their first one. Um, it just to me it just tasted so synthetic um and didn't really taste the blue raspberry now i know that raspberries are red um <laughs> but blue raspberry is one of my favorite flavors <laughs> i mean there is a, there is, i mean the, the what annoys me about people who do blue raspberry flavor is there is a sort of berry that is blue it's called a blueberry, a blueberry. yeah <laughs> it's called a blueberry for a reason because it's blue it doesn't taste of anything but then you mix it up with a black currant or a blackberry or something to make oh, it darker and I disagree with you. I remember Ribena doing blueberry Ribena, and it definitely tasted of blueberries, and it was also kind of velvety. That would be the sugar. That would be the sugar and the the viscos- viscosity of it. Hmm. The fact you could it, easily you could easily run a car engine on Ribena. When that fluid passed along my tongue, it was somewhat velvety. And that is the first line from James's um, Mills and Boone erotic <laughs> novel that's coming out. <laughs> that's it. Beans does Mills and Boone. It's <laughs> the title. That's the title. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, moral of the week. <laughs> Actually, I want to pause here for just one second because... I I thought of a new feature the other day. Oh, I should have prepared this earlier on because it 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 it's only just come back into my head. So I thought it would be funny uh, to do a new feature called Maroon of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look up now the Dulux paint names <laughs> of various shades of maroon. <laughs> and I want to choose one because I'm sure they're going to come up with some incredible uh, paint. You know, well, you know my opinions on paint names as it is. So let's see. That one's boring because that's there's finest burgundy. That's not a like elderberry blossom or something, isn't it? Camel that's... helmet purple. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's one. Here's one. I've got one already. So our maroon of the week this week is called Ruby Starlet. It's, it's it's sort of red brown. It's maroon. Close friends of the Scarlet Pimpernel. Ruby <laughs> Scarlet. <laughs> the Pimpernel Scarlet. I don't depend on any more accents. Why um, is it French? <laughs> it's a Scarlet Pimpernel. It's a Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> I see him eh? They see him there. <laughs> the French see him everywhere. Is he in heaven or is he in hell? Then what's that revolting garlic smell? <laughs> Blackadder, love it. <laughs> more on of the week this week. Um, oh, there's a couple of options. I wonder which he's going to go for. Um, I've, I've got two, but I've just narrowed it down to one. Well, I'm going to go with... Both of mine are going to annoy people. 
and I've, I've stopped caring. I think one of them is going to annoy you, right? With potential for two of them. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure on your exact taste, but Prince. Purple rain. Yep. That now, dude. That dude. Formerly known as Squiggle. I, I I don't get the appeal of Prince as a performer. I get that he was quite a good songwriter. I don't like his songs. I don't like. Uh, I mean, he wrote nothing compares to you. I didn't like that. I I don't I don't understand why. Oh, he's playing with his bulb again. It's getting actually dark now, and I'm, I'm yeah. my, straining my eyes looking at the screen. <laughs> Purple Rain is. Not a good song, in my opinion. Uh, I'm, I'm going to wait for the backlash from not only Therese Butler, but probably Andy as well, I reckon, will come back and be on this. Um, I don't like Purple Rain. I don't like Little Red Corvette. I, I don't care about anyone's Raspberry Beret. 1999 was written before it was 1999, and it's just, I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. What's your, do you have an opinion on Prince? You're welcome to your opinion. I really, I really like Prince. Um, yeah. I always have done. I Purple Rain is one of my f- favourite songs to request people do it because it's actually quite technically difficult. Um, There's not often a baseline to Prince's songs either, really, is there? No, no. That no. is the one thing that really does lack. I'm just going to have a look at. But there, the one thing that makes me laugh when doves cry. That's a good song. Again, we can agree to disagree on that. There's a very uh, un-PC line in an animated cartoon about Prince, children's cartoon. Are you aware of this? I don't think so. Uh, it's a Warner Brothers, I believe, cartoon. Are you? Have you ever seen the Animaniacs? Yes. Uh, so they... Um, they have a lot, I think they're doing some sort of detective work and they talk about um, fingerprints and one of them's hold is, is suddenly cuddling prints and, and they go mm, not like that <laughs> <laughs> and move on and move on um, yeah no I he, he did the thing to Batman 1989, like he did the soundtrack to it. Cool. So yeah, right. That was kind of my first exposure to him. So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get you more more cross now then. Right. Okay. Paul McCartney. Is it really Paul McCartney though? Yeah. See, this is where we start. So there's been (laughs) the long-held rumor that Paul McCartney died. Oh, squeaky dog. Paul McCartney died, was replaced by an imposter, much like Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Much like, I'm sure there's been a few other people who've had that sort of rumour spread about them. Again, I'm not disputing that Paul McCartney is a good songwriter. Paul McCartney can't sing. No. Paul McCartney's never been able to sing. No. Paul McCartney headlining Glastonbury as the singer of his own band was an insult to my eardrums. Yeah. I don't like Paul McCartney. I wasn't very keen on John Lennon either. And I think I've said before on here that my favourite Beatle was George Harrison. You have. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I, I don't I don't understand the appeal of either Prince or Paul McCartney. And I'm not sorry for those uh, those views. I can I can understand the Paul McCartney one a lot more just because he can't sing. He can't. He can't. He was fantastic musician, fantastic songwriter, decent bass player. But you needed the genius of McCartney and Lennon and Ringo and George to make the Beatles. I I understand it when it comes to McCartney. I love the Beatles, but their solo work, give it a miss. Obviously, Imagine is a classic um i don't particularly like his chris lennon's christmas song don't no. like mccartney's christmas song simply having a wonderful time. yeah that's a, yeah that, that's what your dog thinks of my singing <laughs> well the b-side of that was rudolph the red-nosed reggae that's not something i ever thought i would hear i'd hear is it yeah and i was just trying to find it on spotify um, I spelled Rudolph wrong for starters, um, but there is a Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer song by DMX. Yeah, <laughs> there is. Hmm. <laughs> Add to Q. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing it as well because I'll, I'll listen to some music after we finish here. Whenever we anyway, I'm always up for like two hours afterwards because I've drunk a fucking Red Bull at, the, at night time. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Paul McCartney. Yeah, nothing more to add. Over to you, young beans. Philip Schofield. Next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really need much explaining. Um, and if you do want more information, um, read the news. Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other one I had was um, Pete Davidson. Oh, he's a bit weird, isn't he? He's a bit weird, um, and I just feel a little bit uncomfortable. I understand he's cool with it, and that's kind of all that matters, but I'm very uncomfortable that he makes jokes as a comedian about his dad dying at 9-11. Oh, I mean, I'm not aware. I know who he is. I, I can't have watched yeah. any of his stuff. So um, he's totally cool with other people doing it as well, uh, and they had, I think it was like the roast of Justin Bieber, and Jimmy Carr was on it. Oh, and boy. Jimmy Carr made a joke about Pete Davidson's dad and 9-11 and the American comedians on stage all just sat there in silence, like deathly silence. And Pete Davidson was just laughing his ass off, just going, that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, to, to be fair, like if he's cool with it, but it's not just about him. It's about the rest of his family. And it annoys me. Like. I, I just think you should be more considerate of not just how you feel about a subject, but how those immediately affected by it are about that subject as well. Yeah, it's telling a fine line, isn't it? Yeah. If you, I mean, if he's all right with it, then I kind of, yeah, you would, you would have thought there would have been some conversation with everyone else in the family in regards to it. Yes, you would hope so. But I am often aware that those conversations do not take place. No. Because the person in question has a lot of money and a lot of exposure. Yes, uh, so. and they just run with it. Mm. And it's actually almost a way to get their name out there more. Well, yeah, that and... Because they're willing to joke about it, not not obviously mm. using it for, for clout or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That and then deciding to knob Ariana Grande and, and um, 
Kim Kardashian and almost get killed by Kanye and <laughs> various other stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, the whole thing with with like those, it, it just kind of comes up. No, you know what? I'm not going to cast any judgment on him. It's I'll have that conversation with you offline. <laughs> okay. I don't really want okay. that one out there. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Are we bringing more on the week to close? We are. We are. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so I need to moan again. Oh, I'll moan. No, it's moan right now. Rant is the right word. Yes, this show is called Rantomeisters. Yeah. Not, not Monomeisters. <laughs> Do not <No>. Google that. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not that. Okay, so I I pre-warned everyone at the start, deep topic incoming. So you you are aware of what I'm about to say. There's a few other people who are aware of what I'm going to talk about. Uh, it's just something I don't talk about very often because it is, it is personal, but it's a... It's a fucker. It's a real fucker. So my P is for Parkinson's disease. Now, for those of you who don't know, my dad has Parkinson's disease. And he is now in a care home. It's now developed into dementia. And it's really, really difficult. Really difficult. He was i i was actually with him when he was first diagnosed he had had various sort of symptoms which he sort of just put down to arthritis he put down to the he would he had an issue when he was eating cereal when he put the spoon up to his mouth and he's he couldn't he could lift the spoon up but he couldn't lift the spoon to his mouth hmm. and he went to various specialists and things and he was young he was young when he got diagnosed he was I had to work it out because I was 18 at the time and I'm 36 now. Uh, so he would have been 53, 53, which, 54. Which is, which is young. For, for that sort of thing. I mean, obviously you've heard, you heard people like Michael J. Fox getting it even, even younger. Yeah. But for the most part, you're a lot older before you get diagnosed with, with, with Parkinson's. Other people obviously come out recently like Billy Connolly. Uh, you think about Muhammad Ali, uh, you think about people like that. But um, the, the various symptoms of it, and I'm, uh, we've said before about being honest on this podcast, and yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold back on this. I think it's something I've been dwelling on since we started today to get the P. I think I know, I know, I need to talk about a P. But yeah, so he, he it's, it's a bugger because my dad was a good man. He still is a good man, but various medications, various things have, have affected him significantly. And it's brought out a lot of bad sides in his character. Not his fault, obviously not his fault. Um, it's just been a real struggle to watch. And I've been, I was fine with it. I was fine. I was supportive uh, for 12 years. 12 years? Probably probably more than that. And only in the last three or four years, I've started to really sort of crumble in regards to it. He's got progressively worse. My, I think certainly since we've had my son, I have realised that that disease has robbed him of being a granddad. Yeah. Big time. Now, I've got a niece and nephew. My, my, sister, is, my sister is seven years older than me. 
my my nephew is 16 my niece is 12 my son is five and he was probably at his worst by the time my nephew was maybe my son's age and like he had to stop driving he had to give up a lot of things he eventually had mobility issues uh he uh, could fight a wheelchair can't walk more than 10 paces and he's now in a home which is awful to see it's awful to see and i mean i messaged you the other day i was going i went to see him yeah um and he's in a home he's so where he is is about half an hour drive from me um but where my mum and my sister live is probably about 10 minutes from them so that it's a lot easier for them to go and see him than it is for me to go and see him it's not that i don't want to see him but this is i think that is it's what i get the feedback i get from my mum my sister and say you don't want to see your dad that couldn't be any further from the truth of course i want to i just i i work full time i juggling a five-year-old he's doing all sorts of lessons i of course i want to see him it's fine it's like anything finding the time to do it but you walk in there and they're sobering places as it is and all these people have dementia all of them so i always go in i smile i say good morning to everyone because even if they are lucid for 10 seconds that day if that 10 seconds is the point that i'm saying morning to someone that's their day made that's my view that's the view I have to take. But when you walk in and you see a man who 20 years ago was playing cricket, playing golf, you know, helping me do my, helping me through my exams. And he's just this, this poor withered old man. And you think, oh, it's tough. I, I know that people have had it with other, we have our group chat with Morty and Fitch. We are involved with this new project with Sai. People have had that with other generations and other family members. And when you say dad, you think, man. And it plants the seeds of doubt in me because now I'm ultra anxious about certain things because I feel like I am developing some of those symptoms. I've got not a great memory. I've got an all right memory, but little things you stop, you think, oh. And my wife often says, my wife often says to me, give my eye on you. I thought you shouldn't have to. But I get where you are because we've had that experience with my dad. Um, and you go and talk to dad and he's he, uh, the, the type of dementia that comes hand in hand with Parkinson's has got a long name, which I can't remember it. Um, it's a particular sort of strain. But it's heartbreaking to see because he, he can remember things absolutely vividly from 20 years ago. He thinks that we still live in the town in Kent that we grew up in. Mm. He can't, he can just, it takes him a good 10 minutes when I'm coming to the room for him to realise who I am. I don't want to take my son to the actual home. I can do, but sometimes my mum will take him out for the day and like things like that. But it's things he's missed. It's, you know, he's missed being a great, he'd be a great granddad. Yeah. He'd take him to the park, he'd play cricket, he'd help him learn to ride a bike, learn to swim. He'd be hands-on with that. And he's just not been able to because of this 
fucker of an illness. Um, and yeah, don't talk about it very often. So probably none of this is coming out in a logical sense. This this is not like public speaking. <laughs> this is just <laughs> not me winging it. It's it's something I don't really speak about at all. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just really sad. And the aspects of it, I'm going to keep going because this has got to come out somehow. It's it's aspects of it that have changed his character through the the medication. He went to one home originally, which was around the corner from my mum's house. The problem was the filter down effect that my mum gets amazingly anxious. You get you get this, you know, it's rage he gets. He, the incontinence goes with it, and you think it's my mum can't deal with that. You need a healthcare professional to help it. And it's just been spiral after spiral over the last X amount of years. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's just really, really, really sad. He's ne- The problem is he's, my dad has always been quite a stubborn character anyway. He always, he's always, he always was stubborn. He's never accepted that he's been ill. So he's always trying to, he was always, hand, he would always fix stuff. He always fix um electrical stuff you know oh dad this isn't working can you ever look at it and he'd be 10 minutes and he'd fix it he's still trying to do that this is nearly 20 years on and the problem is he'll take things apart he can't put them back together again he'll he'll move something and then it'll go i went to see him uh sunday just gone and um he uh, he lost his tv remote I said, yeah, can you put the TV on? I said, well, I can turn it on, but I haven't got the remote. Where did you put it? I don't know. I said, I was here somebody you've heard today. I don't know. So I, I look around and I went to like this, this little lunch room that he's got there and um, it wasn't there. So he, uh, But now he can't watch the TV at the moment until they get like a universal remote thing to replace it. But he would never have done that 20 years ago. And that's what it is. It's changed it's, he's gone for he's, he's still my dad obviously but when i go i have to go in with the mindset i'm going to see this this man i i i'm i am going to see my dad but he's also this man who lives in this house um and i text morty separately because morty knows a thing or two about a sort of establishments and i said i'm going to see him for an early father's it's because it's uh well when this comes out it's father's day this weekend and um I said, he, just, he won't know it's Father's Day. And Mark came straight back to me and said, but you do, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And that's it. That's how, that's the view now. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I'm going to get a mosh. I don't want to get a mosh. Um, but that's where we're at. And it's awful. See, I mean, dementia, Alzheimer's, all those sort of diseases, you see it when you have loved ones going through it, you think, oh, man. I, I I don't want to put anyone through it. It's it, to see someone you love deteriorate, deteriorate to that extent is soul destroying. Yeah. Um, I I don't have any personal experience with with either of those illnesses, um, but I do have some experience with a parent living with a debilitating illness um which i'll go into more detail on probably on size podcast but yeah it's i find the hardest thing is seeing that strong person in your life disappearing 
that's that's the thing that I struggle with the most with it. Um, you said that you didn't know if this was coming out properly. Um, it was beautiful that you just you just spoke honestly, mm. and that's that's all you can ever do. Um, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I will think of more things that will happen. I will think of more examples. Of things. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go anymore because it'll just. We, we need to beat this out. But um, but no, th- thank you for sharing that. It's um, it's not easy. It's not easy to share stuff like that. Um, no. And that's it's what we do here on Rantz. It's, it's, it's how we roll. It's what we do. We 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 have those difficult to have conversations. Um, because they are conversations that need to be had them awareness more than anything um, exactly. and these conversations are, are not for everyone to have in the public either some of them some people do not want to do it i totally get it i hey. totally get it it's a whole personal thing we you and i have made the, the conscious decision to, to do talk this. about these things yeah. yeah um and to talk about things that are are, are difficult because some people need to hear the sound of two people talking about it. some people will turn off at this point i'm sure because mm. i'll be looking at the analytics <laughs> <laughs> but, but you we know are, what we are yeah go on, go on. i was gonna say but you know what if if you don't want to talk about it maybe you need to hear it and that's your cathartic moment with it and that's your you're not alone sort of moment you're not alone moment absolutely your your um shared experience is there and you don't mm. have to talk about it if you don't want to talk about it obviously don't talk about it and don't let anyone force you to talk about it you no. can only talk about these things if you want to talk about it and as as you've just said we've made the conscious decision to cover some of these topics through through our journey on the a to z um and we are as always, our DMs are open. If you want to reach out privately, if you want to reach out with no judgment, um, if you just want um, a shoulder to, shoulder to cry on or an ear to bend, um, shout and scream is not fair. Totally fine. Get it out. Yeah. It, it's so much better getting it out than keeping it in. Keeping it in, all that negativity, it will make you feel worse in the long run. Um, and whether that's list, as I say, whether that's listening to what Ben's just said, whether it's listening to what I said recently on, on L for loneliness, um, it, it doesn't doesn't matter what it is. But if and, and hopefully um, safe place sessions will will play a factor into all of this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. Yeah. And I think that's a that's a blooming good thing that size has, has started. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's immediately got the backing of four hosts of two different podcasts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's, yeah, it, it, it's something that is important to be out there. As you say, even if people listen to it just for the sake of listening to someone, then should be more, more things like that out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and breathe. Right. I'm going to ask you, do you want to rant about anything else? No, I can't uh, follow that. I was, <laughs> I was going to say the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Awfully wet. <laughs> okay, over there, being all big and blue. 
<laughs> Big and blue and wibbly wobbly. Yeah. Flippy flappy. You still drinking that manky watermelon drink? Yeah. I'm, I'm determined to fucking finish it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming out again. Oh, dear. Oh, man. Watermelon gas. Watermelon. Watermelon. So, uh, right. Should we move on then? We've we've had our moment. We've had our wibbly wobbly moment, and that was just talking about the Pacific Ocean. Um, shall we look at some feedback? Let's. <laughs> okay, feedback. Where better to start than Tres Butler? Always, always, always start with the Butler. Are you right there, wife? <laughs> My favourite Mancunian. That's who. Ah. Even though he's a Man City fan. Treble winning Man City fan. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, Man United did it first. Um, <laughs> At least they can't say they're the only ones who have done it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Trey Butler. Poos. Not, not, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. You, you went Hang. in there with some gusto. <laughs> Poos. Poos, not turds, but faux designer dogs, cockapoos, yorkypoos, etc. They are not proper breeds. They are Heinz 57s with absurd price tags. Unless it's an Italian Spinone or a Great Dane, then are you really living your best dog life? You can fuck off, Butler. I'm very proud of my dog. She is a mixed breed. I don't even care what you think. Don't you You're wrong. My dog. Yeah, see, the wife has spoken. <laughs> Right, and she will beat you up, Butler. I don't care if you did. Yeah, don't care if you did shit on a convent once. You, she'll beat you up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You should see the face that he did at the eyes. She my dog. Yeah, don't you diss my dog? Bite you. <laughs> I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was caught on the mic. <laughs> I heard, I'll bite you. Yeah, that is exactly what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, so, as awkward as that has made it, I think we should move on. Yep. Um, good cop, bad cop. Don't get much from good cop, bad cop, do we? Now, it's come from the good cop, bad cop wrestling podcast uh, account. I can only assume this is Graham, and I'm sorry, Matt, if this was you. I've got to take my time on this one, okay? Okay. For P, I pick Numono Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis. As that is brutal and brutal to say. I'm glad you had this because I looked at that word several times and just went, my brain just went, nah. <laughs> you look at the word the sometimes and your brain goes, nah. I misspelled if the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I need, now I need to look up what it is. This is so it is an, an invented long word said to mean a lung disease caused by inhaling very fine ash and sand dust. So it might be brutal, Graham. I'm, again, I'm guessing this is Graham. It doesn't appear to be a real word. So you can fuck off with it. <laughs> We're not doing well on this already. Right. We go back to Trey Butler and you're going to have 
part to play in this because I'm upset with you came back to him on this. Did I? Oh shit. <laughs> papayas. Oh yeah, papayas. Papayas. Along with dragon fruit, they are the most pointless fruits. They are the tasteless monstrosities of the fruit world. They are oddly dry and have no place in the human feud feud? feud? Human feud chain. See you, Jimmy. Um, no, I've no problem with him existing. I, I'm sure that mandrills can't get enough. To which you replied, quite like a papaya. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm going to read this whole... Oh, fuck me, there's on about age now. Right. James goes back. I quite like a papaya. Butler comes back. They are dry, orange, tasteless filler. Nobody has ever gone, oh, I could murder a piece of papaya right now. You eat it because it's there. It doesn't add any value to the products it is placed with. Twist. You're such a twat. You're, are you just stirring the pot intensely here? I've sought out papaya on at least four occasions in the last two years alone. <laughs> I was in a particularly um, stirring mood that day. <laughs> Butler then comes back because... You you poked the bear by this point. Yeah, so have I. Via the act of sifting through the fruit salad to throw the shit bits in the bin so I can move on to the good stuff, a.k.a. pineapple, another pea. Mm-hmm. Ah, pineapple, the only fruit that eats you back. You really were stirring it, weren't you? Oh, was, was, at that point, I was just like, this is fun. <laughs> I like, and Butler comes out, I like highly acidic fruits. Grapefruit and prescription meds, wink, wink. Pineapple, passion fruit, lemons, limes, beautiful. And I was um, getting involved in it then. I was having enough of all this papaya talk, and I said, you'll be boasting about your kumquats next. <laughs> nah, Butler says, nah, I've got a cracking raspberry bush out back. I bet you have, son. <laughs> but not sure how to go all Kenneth Williams on it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Butler. Have you got any other pee for Butler? I'm sure he's got another one somewhere. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I think he missed the um, the pineapple joke, though, because there is actually an enzyme in pineapple that, that eats human flesh. It's not just acidic. Oh, lovely. Aren't you the, aren't you the paragon of positivity right now? You yeah, eat a pineapple, it, eats you back. it does actually literally eat you back. It, okay. it literally eats you back, and that's why your mouth feels funny if you eat too much of it in one go. Um, okay, have we got a Dan Griffin one for P? I'm sure we probably have somewhere. Yep, got it. Um, and we're going to touch on this briefly. Oh, that's the wrong sentence to use for what I'm about to say, because a few people have said about it. I suppose pricks is too general. So for P, I put forward paedophiles. Self-explanatory, disgusting, predatory abusers and deserve the world of punishments. I'm saying no more on this because it is so very true. Uh, right. OK. So we must mention Morty and Fitch. <laughs> we um, mentioned doing the P recording to them and... I picked one from each. Now, Morty went for paper straws. I had used a paper straw earlier. They're awful. They they just Terrible. flake apart. Yeah. Now, why is it paper? To shave the planet. It does fuck all for the planet. It does. And the thing is, paper straws, particularly in, if you go into McDonald's, say, the cups made of paper, the straws made of paper. The thing you put the straw through, the little plastic plastic lid you do nothing with it it serves no purpose the funniest bit about it though paper straws i'm fairly certain you can't recycle no you can't because they do yeah. have a plastic coating on them yeah <laughs> so what's the difference so yeah we've actually got a couple of um metal straws yeah. as well 
Yeah, and this is why uh, Fitch made us laugh because he said he has a travel straw, and then we both admitted we both have one as well. Mm. I really want a telescopic one. I have a telescopic one, <laughs> which you could use as a little um, a little <laughs> telescope, for, little telescope for a borrower. <laughs> with a very small oh it's a telescope for fitch oh <laughs> tiny <damn>. eyes <laughs> um so that was Mort's. Uh, fitch's uh, fitch's pick was pork what's your view on pork well you you like i mean you like your, your chinese pork and your your smoked stuff I, uh, fitch doesn't like pork products yeah yeah and, and we found this out um <laughs> in, in a in a rage induced voice note earlier didn't we it, it was um, really rage induced <laughs> um i i like pork um but also there is that part of me that little voice in the back of my head goes two entire religions don't allow you to eat it so why 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 do we eat it and it's the oldest and the youngest mainstream religions um so it's like we went off on our little sort of gallivant around with all the all, all the in, in between religions um and then came back to some sort of sensibility um i don't know uh, we we do eat pork and i i know why both those religions don't eat it it's um because they're seen as unclean animals which they are um but they're fucking delicious um, <laughs> I, yeah i i barbecue quite a lot i do quite a lot of american barbecue um which is largely pork based so i do uh ribs i've done pork butts which is bone-in pork shoulder for pulled pork uh i make my own rubs for it i smoke it i, I do all i do all the things with it um and yeah we doing that and getting it right i realized just how badly we as a nation treat pork things like pork chops pork chops are not meant to be dry they're not pork is a very juicy meat and i'd only ever had a dry pork chop until a few years ago i hope you went to the doctor (laughs) got some cream made it moist again Uh, paste paste um but yeah porky no, I, paste porky paste um like bacon is is food of the gods um, smoked or unsmoked i like smoked but i like smoked food yeah so smoked yeah. cheese i i smoked oh, no. sausage like give me a savoy out of the chippy every time we know about your penchant for savoys and what you do to them already yeah you know oh foreskin tonger um you've admitted to doing that you've admitted to being a glugger on this podcast brother. <laughs> don't combine the two you don't want a glug no savoy um, <laughs> pork i don't like roast pork I, I, just, I just don't i don't like pork crackling i don't i don't understand the appeal of pork belly which is more fat than anything else I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm fine with the, the gammons. I'm fine with like nice hams. I'm fine with yeah. sausages. Uh, a bacon is glorious, but I prefer on smoke. So I love a lard on. 
<laughs> Who doesn't love a lard on? Especially in the morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you, you never want an inappropriate lard on. No. Get sent to HR then. <laughs> Let's move away from this porky madness. Okay, so um, I, so today at work, I spoke to um, a colleague and I said we recorded an RP episode today. It's one of those moments where uh, you can think of nothing beginning with P and all of a sudden all these things happen at once. So I'm going to fire through some of these. And just the things he mentioned Prime, which we've already discussed. Uh, postman Pat. He's fairly inept, let's face it, as a postman. <laughs> He's more than his fucking cap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pluto, and, you know, the fact it should never have been... Um, <laughs> changed to change to as a dwarf planet. I'm not talking about the Disney dog before yeah, you say anything. See, my my thought process went to the Disney dog, and it was like, yeah, why is he a dog and Goofy is a person? But is Goofy a person? Oh no, hang on. He's a cognizant biped. Right, hang on. Wife is the Disney sage when it comes to this. Goofy's, Goofy's a dog. Goofy's a dog. He just happens to stand up, and Pluto yeah. is also a dog. But Goofy also talks. He's a cognizant biped. Yeah. <laughs> And the name of his mate is Mickey Mouse. But he still talks. And yet they've all got a pet dog. Yeah. <laughs> What's your point? Make it make sense. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to talk about the pros and cons of making Disney make sense. It doesn't. Just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, the wife has spoken. Have you heard the um, theory about why they made Frozen? It's because they wanted um, people to have a different reason to google the phrase frozen disney oh, well, um, apart from Walt disney being in cryogen yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so the next three of my colleagues choices go hand in hand a little bit because and i'm just going to say them very quick fire to you who pubes public toilets three things that should never mix no <laughs> no snap crackle and pops dirty cousins <laughs> and oh. speaking of speaking of dirty paul daniels <laughs> i don't want to make me laugh so much i used to have a paul daniels magic set when i was a kid oh you've you stole my line <laughs> i think it is balls and um, phyllis Phileas <laughs> <laughs> Fogg, hell of a traveller, lousy crisps. I always quite like they were they were a decent crisp when we were a kid. I'm gonna put it out. They got worse. Well, they stayed the same and everyone else up their game. Like kettle chips came along. But I used to love a pack of Phileas Foggs on a Friday night, watching the mummy. I don't talk about the mummy. Imhotep. Imhotep. Um, penis. Imhotep penis. Imhotep penis. Someone's picked penis to rant about. You ever sat on it? <laughs> Always. I, I catch mine in my um, sock. Yeah. Yeah. Stick a funnel in there so it just flops in nice and neat. 
Don't give Fitch ideas about his silly string thing. <laughs> like a ball, a golf ball going in a cup. <laughs> Michael's biggest uh, rant about P payday. The fact that payday comes around, you look forward to it every month, and within 20 minutes, it's sort of done with. It's a bit like a, a bit like a birthday. A bit like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, I think we're done with our feedback. <laughs> I, think, I think we are. I think we are. And um, so now we will wrap up. And you have a new project, you say? Well, it's a little way off in the making, but it does give me some um, homework to do in the meantime. So, okay. uh, yeah, I have um, been invited, semi-forced my way on <laughs> to um, Source Pages. Good friends, Brian and Haley who are doing a Ahsoka primer and okay. comparison and review after it's all aired. Um, and so I will be on the Rebels recap and their friend Todd, Brian's friend Todd, will be on the Ahsoka novel recap. And then we'll all come together after the show's finished and um, review it and compare it and talk about it. So... Yeah, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Are um, you? That's never come up at all in the <laughs> many episodes that we've done. I'm a huge Ahsoka fan. I'm very, very excited to see Rosario Dawson continue her portrayal of Ahsoka Tano. Um, and I was talking about it with Haley earlier today, and I actually squeed at work because <laughs> I was so excited. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Very much looking forward to uh, to going on that. It won't, it's a couple of months away, the um, the guest appearance and stuff, but it will they pay off very, so very you, so, so you have invited yourself. Is this like when you bullied yourself onto um, Christmas Vision? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. No, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, no, so I know you're Mafia, Mafia Star Wars, so that's cool. Yeah, no, so I'm very much, very much looking forward to that that guest appearance. And in the meantime, they can locate you on on the old social medias. Yes, at yodihu88 on the Twitter. Yes. And, and the Randomizers Instagram page. Kind the of. sparse, sparse Instagram universe. The barren landscape that is the Randomizers Instagram page. Branded gram. Okay, uh, yes, you can find me at Wicketisms of Ben on the Twitter. You can find the show. Please do tweet the show at Randomizers. Thank you for listening to my rambles, particularly my very deep topic this evening. Um, I don't have anything to die this week, I don't think. Um, you can catch me as usual um, on the Morton Fitch show, Ben's Word of the Week, which is always fun. Best jingle in the business, if I do say so myself. Oh, it, um, is. it sticks in my head for days after I listen to Morton Fitch. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah that is it so we will be back um next time that will be our we on q doing something a bit different for q aren't we doing a bit different for q so we have put tweets out and messages out on various platforms asking for people's questions any questions any questions we don't care it could be hypothetical rhetorical silly illogical Slightly perverse. Let's go for it. Yeah. 
Bring one, bring with any one. any letter doesn't matter it doesn't have to be q related it's just questions yeah. yeah questions on anything um that should be fun that is going to mark episode 30 of random is Masters. it mm. the big 3-0 yeah and then after that um for our american listeners i know you have a big american contingent i, I have some friends over yeah. the pond <laughs> yeah and another we obviously know Graham, which we just mocked for his word that he chose. Um, <laughs> so the following week, we're going to do a bit of a bit of a July the fourth type special. Uh, we've taken Mount Rushmore as our um, our inspiration for this, and we're going to have some pick some personal top. We're going to pick some top fours for Mount Rushmore, and we're going to have a moan about them and have a rant about them. So yep. if you want us to rank anything, or to send it through. Can be top four music acts, top four <sighs> Beatles, <laughs> top four orifices, yeah, top four mm. shops, whatever, top Lombus. four, top four sneezes you've ever done in a built up area, <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Thank you very much for listening to us. We'll be back for Q and for our July the Fourth special, and we will see you. When Bean stops beating his mic up on the other side. Farewell, lovely people. <laughs> I've got the bunny rabbit now, dog. <laughs> what are you going to do? Brother. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. When the stuff. Let me get tapped by a dog. <laughs>